This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance. Folks here at CFG Wealth Management, we are always here to serve you. Give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, we have our man, our myth, our legend. We have Tony Shore. He's going to keep me on track this morning. Tony, what's going on, buddy? (laughs) Well, I'm going to try, Travis. It is a tall order. I do I do get it. It is a, it is a tall order. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm doing great. You know, I've had a good week. It's funny, you and I were talking before the show about uh, allergies. You know, the seasons change. All of a sudden, uh, I'm, I'm stuffed up, and I never grew up on a farm baling hay with all that dust, working. I could work in, inside the hay mound, stacking the hay, and it was just pure dust in the air and feel fine and not be congested, be clear as a bell the next day. And now if I walk outside in the spring, I'm just terrible. (laughs) It's like, I don't know what happened. (laughs) It's terrible. It's terrible. We were talking about it before the show. I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say, you know, in, in my youth, I basically went to school. I was given a choice, play one sport. The rest of the time you're working on your grandfather's farm and, you know, <laughs> baling hay, uh, you know, plowing, breaking land, you know, you're on the tractor. And I mean, we, we didn't, we didn't have cab tractors. We had open cab and, you know, you you're right. breathing in dust and fumes and, you know, you, you're still clear as a bell. And then it's, it's the same thing for me. I walk outside now, you know, because we typically work inside all the time. You walk outside now and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's going to kill me. But (laughs) um, but anyway, uh, it's you know, it's one of those things uh, they they say uh, they say things change and. I completely understand that, but Lord knows I wish this Georgia snow would go away. So my sinuses would feel a little bit better. Well, yeah, you and you and me both, you and me both. Now, uh, speaking of feeling better, uh, we're trying to recover still uh, from the whole COVID fiasco, and there's the 1.9 trillion. So, uh, our economy is an interesting one right now, and uh, markets are interesting, aren't they? Uh, that is an understatement. Um, yeah, we are we are in interesting times. I mean, you know, here's here's kind of the story. You know, uh, I, I think I think a lot of people right now are starting to get a little bit. Um, it's either one or the other, in my opinion. They're either getting a little bit too excited and they feel like, oh, the markets run up, so therefore it's got to crash again, uh, or they feel like, oh, well, you know, as soon as as soon as the uh, the reopening happens, you know, there's just going to be this flood of uh, of people going back spending money, which I I honestly believe that that's that's probably got some validity to it because you know 
Tony, I, I talk uh, I talk to clients every day, and almost every single time, uh, one of the one of the best conversations we have is is their bucket list or their COVID bucket list, what they're going to do once COVID's over and they can go out and travel again. So, uh, you know, I, I do I do feel like obviously we're we're going to have some challenges. Uh, you know, going forward, or, or is inflation going to be a challenge? Probably. Um, you know, we can't print money and spend money the way we've been spending it without having right. a showdown with inflation at some point. That that's the reason why I, I tell all of our listeners and I tell all of our clients. You know, I think that's probably one of the most misunderstood and least planned for items in retirement is is having a reasonable assumption of inflation because you know and you may think i'm crazy but i can actually prove it to you if you put if you put a difference between say a one percent and a two percent or even a three percent inflation rate into your spending for some people that could be the difference in them running out of money and that's something you want to know because if we get hyperinflation and you're forced to spend more money well then you don't really have a choice Right. So we That's need to true. know and be testing for these things as we go so that we know just how much inflation we can take. You know, how how efficient is our portfolio going to be if tax rates go up? Because, you know, we started off, it was, you know, no one under 400,000 is going to see their taxes go up. Then it was like, oh, well, that's only if, you know, a couple, each one makes 200. Now it's 200 for an individual, not 400. So, uh, folks, um, that's the reason we've been we've been talking and Tony, we've been talking over the last two years and religiously about planning for everything you can. Inflation, right. taxes, you know, there's some things you can't plan for. You know, could anyone I don't want to get too conspiracy theorists, but I'm sure there's some people out there that, that are like, absolutely. Uh, could you have planned for COVID, you know, a year ago? Uh, probably not. Right. I mean, I'm sure that there's some people that have their own assumptions of, of sure. you know, where COVID came from. We won't get into those. But, uh, you know, is COVID something you could have planned for? No. Um, absolutely but not. If, if you know that we are going into a, a situation where we're going to be spending close to a trillion dollars just to service the debt in in the next five to ten years Ooh. that's just going to be debt service that's paying the minimum payment on your credit card a trillion dollars do you think taxes are likely to increase <laughs> I, uh, you, you gotta you gotta err on the side of caution on that one tony i don't know what do you think yeah. well of co of course travis and that's why you need a plan that's also uh, somewhat flexible and you're able to, able to pivot, you have to revisit it. You can't just say, oh, I've got a 401k and then forget about it because there are these changes. The tax law changes, changes to social security that are coming down the pike and tax changes in general, taxes, inflation. Uh, it looks like both taxes and inflation are going to, indications are they could skyrocket. No one has a crystal ball, but uh, you know, if you ask who thinks taxes are going to go up, well, everybody raises their hands. They're really at historic lows right now uh, because of the last tax change. Well, and we have to assume they've, they've got to go up to ser even just service the debt. 
Well, it's Tony, it's it's also one of those things where you ask the question, everybody hand, everybody's hands goes up. Yeah. But as soon as you ask, OK, now, what are you doing to lower or eliminate federal taxation on your retirement income? Yeah. How many people are doing yeah, that? No, nobody's hand rate. goes up on that one. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get it. It's like, you know, the score of the ball game. You're just choosing not to leave the stadium and get caught in traffic. Uh, I mean, what? What do we have to have happen for us to realize that, you know, a good plan today beats a perfect plan tomorrow? There's never going to be a perfect plan. That's the reason you got to start today. It's 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 not a, a comfortable situation. I had a client, a couple in my office this week. Um, and the wife, uh, she she was very adamant that she didn't she really didn't want to come. She didn't want to be there. And it wasn't that she didn't want to come and meet with us. It was that she didn't want to have the conversation uh, because she felt that it was it was too morbid. It was talking about, you know, <clears throat> talking about finality and, and end of life and things that she just didn't want to have the conversation. But whenever we got done, I asked her, I said, do you feel better or worse? She said, I feel a whole lot better because I didn't a lot of the things I was afraid of. I didn't realize that we could do something about. Right. And Tony, isn't that what it's all about? I mean, you you plan for what you can plan for. You leave the rest in God's hands. That's all you can do. But if you don't meet him halfway and at least put in your time and your effort to doing the planning, what are you doing? I I don't know. It's just, you know, but uh, but anyway, you can't just just throw up your hands and say, well, I either hope it all works out or I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to face it. But yet that's, I think, the majority of Americans out there do that. But the ones who do work with a financial professional, uh, you feel so much better. uh, And it's the sleep well at night plan because you have a plan in place to deal with it. Well, there was an article, and uh, I'll have to go back and look at it. And I'm not going to quote the the numbers because I don't want to get dinged because you know <laughs> because somebody somebody says, oh, you know, you didn't quote it properly. Uh, but I read an article, and it was talking about um, people working with financial planners or financial advisors. And I'm talking about true financial advisors. I'm not talking about the 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 guy who sold you or the lady who sold you the mutual fund. She never calls you. It's squeaky wheel gets the grease. I'm not talking about your annuity salesman. I'm not talking about your insurance salesman. I'm talking about an advisor or a planner. And they said that uh, the article was basically just of it was the majority of people who actually hire a financial advisor actually feel like they are better off for it because they are better prepared because, you know, there are always going to be a number of things that we think about, but how much do we not think about how many, how many perils and potholes, you know, we're driving, you're driving down a a dark country road at night. How many perils and potholes, you know, are you going to, are you going to avoid if you don't know they're there? And that's what, that's what the gist of it was. But hey, Tony, let's get into some meat. Uh, let's let's talk about some individual topics because you remember we we do have uh, we do have some some uh, listeners on the show that they they've told us that we talk sometimes too much about planning because you know the show is called you know navigating your retirement. So <laughs> right. you know, God forbid. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so, so what do you have for us? What yeah, well, today? a couple of things that I was I was very very kind of blown away by is uh, is is just how I think how much there is as far as lack of of knowledge when it comes to the different types of investments. Um, 
you know, most people, I hate to say it, but they kind of lump security in with uh, the phrase or the terms mutual fund. Uh, they think that just because they have a mutual fund, that that means that they are, you know, sometimes they're diversified or they're, you know, they're, they're safer, they're, you know, et cetera. And, and that's not the case because yeah, they think they don't have risk. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Mutual, mutual funds are just literally, uh, are, are blanket investments, uh, a bucket of investments, if you will, 30, 40, 50, whatever the number of stocks or equities or bonds or investments they hold inside, but they're either closed in or open in. But at the end of the day, they're a mutual fund uh, that allowed people back when when the savings just you know savings boom started in the 70s and the 80s. It allowed mom and pop to go in and buy you know pieces of shares of companies or or own a a fund that's pooling risk so to speak, putting money in together and being able to invest in in a specific group or sector. Um, and, and you know for the longest time that was how most people invested in the market. And, and that's fine. You know, the average, uh, I think the average investor probably maybe 10% actually held individual equities. Um, the majority, and, and if they did hold them, you know, especially mom and pop, they were probably like their local bank, you know, the, the bank of, you know, bank of Newington or, or uh, Sorry, that was not a that was not a plug. Sorry, Bank of Newington, but um, the bank of whomever, the bank of Rinkin, the bank of Savannah, you know, and and that's great, and and that stock probably did pretty well. But for the most part, if you wanted to buy a share of you know of X, Y, or Z, most people participated through mutual funds. Well, just like everything else over time, it's not your grandfather's Buick anymore, just like it's not your grandfather's mutual funds uh, for the time anymore. You know, a lot of, a lot of what we see today is uh, is is the ability to gain efficiency uh, through proper use of things like ETFs, exchange traded funds. They are obviously in a lot of cases uh, they're they're much lower cost, uh, and actually in most cases they're much lower cost than mutual funds. Um, they track an index, or they either they track a sector in the market. They're traded in real time. Um, you know they're liquid. It's not like you know a mutual fund. You you sell it during the day. They're going to calculate NAV at the end of the day, and that's the price you're going to get. Uh, ETFs basically, if you sell it at 133 and you get your strike price, and that's it. I mean, it is what it is. So um, there's there's a lot of different uh, investments out there, um, but the basics, I guess, the basics, if you will, it comes down to equity weighting versus fixed income when you're planning for your retirement. You know, if you're really thinking about diversification, you want assets that, in most cases. Have some type of separation when it comes to correlation. You don't want everything to go up when everything goes up, and you don't want everything to go down when everything goes down. Uh, you know, equities are never going to move straight line. Uh, but a lot of people right now, Tony, are also starting to realize what we've been saying that fixed income and bonds are not going to move uh, straight up uh, or in a straight line anymore either, because we're now in a position where we're getting rising interest rates. So, um, you know, this year, the 10 year treasury is, has almost doubled and we've seen a, a significant amount of pressure put on bonds and portfolios. And if you're a retiree and you've got a 60, 40 stock to bond ratio uh, or either 50, 50, maybe you're just center of the road, you know, not too much risk, not too little. Uh, you could have really 
seen some struggles in the in the first part of the year just because you've never seen this right it's been since the the late 70s early 80s that we started to see the the interest rates in the market go down and obviously we all know from basic economics as interest rates fall the price of your underlying bond does what it goes up yeah. so you know appreciation i think has run its course and yeah. you know bonds going forward it's bonds have been terrible over the well, last year bond well you, you can't say that i mean bonds have their purpose right i'm not telling sure. anybody to go out and dump every bond you have well but no. what i but what i am saying is you need to understand especially for those of you out there doing it yourself uh you need to understand what your duration risk is uh let me explain let me give you let me give you layman's terms okay so, Tony, let's say you have uh, if you want to look up the calculation, by all means, go to Investopedia, do that on your own time. But if you want to know the the gist of it is if you have a duration, let's say, of your bond of five, uh, five or six. OK, interest rates go up or down one percent. You could see your bond price lose or gain five to six percent in its underlying value. That's a pretty big move for an asset that's supposed to be the the safer fixed side of your portfolio. Do you see what I'm saying? That fluctuation is about to be more prominent because as interest rates continue to rise, you know, if if your duration is longer because you're trying to to uh, you know get a higher yield or whatever, you could probably see some damage and not realize that you were like, you know, I, I thought I was. I thought I was safe. I was, you know, 50-50. Well, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. It just depends on out of that 50% fixed income or bonds, how much uh, how much risk did you carry inside of those assets? What was your duration risk? What was your yield? Uh, were they high yield? Were they corporate bonds? Were they, you know, were they triple A's? Were they double A's, single A's? You know, what was the quality of the asset? So, I mean, I think these are all things that unfortunately – a lot of retirees are going to have to start paying attention to. And uh, in the past, it was pretty easy. You just, you know, basically bought the AGG or aggregate bond index, or they bought some type of bond index and they were fine. But going forward, that's that's probably going to be a, a, a pretty significant challenge, I would say. Well, yeah, I, I, of course it is. And so uh, that's that's tough. So you really have to pay attention to a lot. I'm glad you explained that to us. That's super helpful. Now, uh, it's all about man. It sounds like you're talking about managing risk and managing your oh, absolutely. assets, wh where your money is going and how it's working for you. Yeah, it's not just stock risk. I, I think uh, I think when people remember, I talked about the potholes in the road that we don't see. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't we think we think in terms a lot of times, I, th I think human nature is to just look at the volatility risk, the 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 stock risk or the equity risk or the portfolio or market risk of, of an asset. But they don't understand that you have interest rate risk. You have legislative risk with taxes. <clears throat> you have inflationary risk. You, you have a number of risk on the table that have to be looked at, thought through thoroughly and and thought thoughtfully to make sure that your portfolio is covering and, and and avoiding these potholes that's slowly doing damage to your vehicle. It may not, and it's just like a pothole. It may not do a lot of damage in the beginning, and you may be able to run over quite a few before you notice any difference. But one day you're going to run over it, and your tires are going to go flat, and it's going to jerk you off the road, and things are going to get interesting. So 
should we be hitting those along the way if we can avoid them? Probably not. But the problem is, if you're driving down that long, dark country road by yourself, you may not know they're there, so you may not know that you can avoid them. So it's uh, it's it's all about perspective, Tony. Well, it always is, and uh, it is about perspective. And that's why it's so important to work with somebody like yourself, an actual financial advisor, because you're going to look at it from a different angle than the individual probably will. And you're taking that big overall uh, view uh, with the knowledge of uh, the mistakes that can be made, the potholes that are there to help folks avoid that. And, you know, people do just think when people think of risk, I typically just think, oh, yeah, the stock market. If I'm invested there, my money's at risk. Uh, But there's so much more to it than that. And you do have to have growth at the same time. So it is really important to look at every individual situation, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, You know, uh, Tony, think about it like this. It's it's very akin to, uh, you know, uh, there was there was a story that I heard one time and it was about a a doctor that goes to a mechanic and the mechanic was telling the doctor who was a cardiologist that, you know, hey, I can you know, I'm, I'm just as smart as you are. I can do anything you can do. I mean, you bring your car here for me to fix. And uh, the mechanic said, you know, I can I can get in a vehicle that's that's much more complicated than the human anatomy and in, in the in the cardiac region and I can completely tear it down and rebuild it and no problem whatsoever. I don't understand why you make more money than I do or why I need you. And the cardiologist looked at him and said, yeah, but can you do it while it's running? Tony, sometimes it's about who holds the scalpel. <laughs> That's true. That's a good one. Can you do it while it's Can running? Can you do it while it's running? And I love the, it. And the answer is probably not. But, you know, that's that's the reason that we have mechanics. That's the reason we have cardiologists and we have cardiac surgeons is everyone has their their section of the river, like the old Mark Twain novels. They have their own section of the river that, that they're good at, that they are able to navigate effectively. And, you know, I think that's, that's really where, in my opinion – we have really, really focused and really do what I believe to be a a job that is much needed in our economy is we have the biggest swath of baby boomers that are about to retire over the next, you know, seven years from 2022 to 2029. There's going to be about 70 million baby boomers retiring and entering the the retirement phase of life. And, and that's what I, I enjoy. I get up every morning and, and, hit the floor happy and running because we get to make a difference in those people's lives. And, um, I can't think of a better career to do it in. Yep. There you go. Well, you know what? Uh, the time just flew by Travis and we're almost out, out of time. time for today's show. Yeah. We're almost out of time for today's show. Like so Travis did <laughs> Travis. Travis. Oh, so, goodness. Uh, Travis, we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Uh, absolutely. Tony, there are those out there listening to the sound of my voice right now that are are about to to get back into that full swing of enjoying your retirement. And I could not be happier. But here's the one thing you need to remember. 
You need to have a plan because it's either going to do one of two. You're either going to do one of two things if you don't. You'll either wind up spending less money than you could have and not having the fun that you wanted. Or either you'll spend too much money and you could run out of assets before you run out of breath. And neither one of those is something you want to happen to you or to your family, your spouse, your children, grandchildren. Give us a call, 877-269-0839, and let us help you ensure that you can live the retirement you want. Because remember, Tony, it's retirement by design, not by default. (laughs) That's right. And that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.